You're listening to Excellence Above Talent, a podcast where we have the hard conversations about the lives of men and what leads us to achieve greatness and suffer defeat. Hear from other men's journeys as well, as we all learn and grow together to become inspirations to ourselves and those around us. And now your host, Aaron Thomas. What's up, my beautiful people? Aaron Thomas with Excellence Above Talent. I am here with Miss Yesenia and Kelsey, um, and I'll let them introduce themselves. Who wants to go first? Me? Kelsey. Oh, man. That's always the hardest thing, even in interviews, where <laughs> I always like, introduce yourself. And it's like, then I'm I Kelsey. Do, I want to do that cheer, you know, where you go in the middle. Like a 10 second, 20 second bio. What if like Elon Musk walked in the room and then he was like, I'm going to give you a job. If you My name is Yesenia. I'm 30. I, yeah, I live in Odessa, yeah, Texas. Yeah, for sure. Shit. Oh, no. Like, what do you do? Just a little bit. Hey, my name yourself. is Yesenia. Um, I am 30 years old. I already said that. Elon Musk. <laughs> so um, I'm here today because I was invited. I, not by choice. <laughs> Seriously, that 100% by choice. No, I'm just kidding. This I'm is like, 2022. No, um, I am an LVN. I'm a nurse. That's what I do for a living. Um, I work here in Odessa. I've lived here about four years. I moved up here. Um, I have two kids. And I'm a cool mom. If anybody asks, if anybody cares. <laughs> um, and I'm just here. The reason I know you guys is because I recently started CrossFit at CrossFit 432. So... That's it. What's up? Here you go. It's all yours. Wonderful. Uh, my name is Kelsey. Like he said, I will be turning 30 this year. Holla. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I've, you know, ever since I was younger, I've always wanted to be older. So I always wanted to be 24 for the longest. And then, and then I was like, I want to be 30. I want to be 30. And now it's coming up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be 30. And then you're going to be 50. In hell yeah, like, in the blink of an eye. Yeah, and it's like, what the hell? Okay. I want to be 30 again. <laughs> no, I like it. I like the wisdom that comes with turning your age and stuff. But uh, yeah, going to be 30 this year. Um, I'm kind of cool. I like to talk a lot. So obviously that's why I'm on this. Uh, CrossFit trainer, a coach at Midland Christian, so I deal with all the kids and stuff. I was going to say baby kids, but they're really not yeah. baby kids. They're great. Mm-hmm. And um, Perspective. Let's, <laughs> let's see. Um, assistant manager at Dos Amigos. That was just supposed to be for fun. And, and now up, you're the boss. Yep. Ended up turning into that. And... Uh, yeah, I always people are always like, "Why don't you just be the manager?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I, I I'll be the mean manager. Like people won't like." Yeah, coming but, um, to work. Yeah, like I said, I like to talk. I like all the fun stuff, traveling. Um, just people person. I like being around people, but I also like my alone time. So if I can get, even if it's just like a five minute 
six minute little drive, no music, no nothing. I leave my phone to the side and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of talking to people. But in your head, take yeah. advantage. Take advantage of that time. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. no kids. So no yeah, kids. no kids. <laughs> Thankfully, my boyfriend doesn't talk a lot either. So when he plays his game or he watches TV, I'm there doing what I want to do, and I don't. I'm just like, you want to play for five hours, and you yeah. know what? You play, play for, for five, five hours. hours. Yeah. There's no kids saying, "Mom, mom, mom." There's just no nothing wrong with it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank y'all for the introductions. Uh, again, uh, this podcast is uh, here just to provide insight. Just to have conversations. Um, my my main goal is help build high value men in all aspects of life. Um, and so, the first question I always ask most people: uh, the suicide rate is uh, three point men are three point five times more likely to commit suicide uh, than women. Uh, it's not that women aren't committing suicide; it's just that you know. If you put a gun to your head and pull the trigger, like that's that's it. Uh, what are y'all's assessment on why do you think that is so high? I would like to think that the reason that is is because of our generation. Um, you know, we are millennials, so we're still being raised by a lot of the. I don't know what the. I don't think it was Gen X, but like the boomers, mm-hmm. that generation mm-hmm. where. Um, there was a lot of um, focus on the men. Um, there was a lot of pressure on men. And even up until that time, and now I'm speaking in regards to being ethnic, mm-hmm. being Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, of course, we were taught that the man is the leader. The man is the one who provides for the household. Um, so that that does leave a lot of room for stress. Um, growing up, you know, my dad was the, the breadwinner. My dad was the one who worked the long hours. Um, so looking back, I, I can actually say like, I never saw my dad, you know, him and my mom have conversations regarding mental health. Mm. There wasn't any conversations like, you know, you know, de-stressing or anything like that. So that, I feel like that has a lot to do with the suicidal rates in men. Men are, in my opinion, weren't raised to fully express themselves, keep a lot of things bottled in. Um, and you know. That's very detrimental to somebody's mental health. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, piggybacking off of that, same thing. Um, not so much like the ethnicity stuff or anything, but just in general. Uh, you know, you're, not you're, but, you know, men are taught you're, you're a man. You put on this shield, you put on this face, and whatever's going on, you're, you're, you're going to be okay because you have, you know, young ones, of course, it's different. You know, they don't have families and stuff like that, but it's still like uh, kids, you know, taking it from my kids at school. You know, if they, if their feelings are hurt or they feel a certain type of way, it's, you're considered a pussy. Yeah. You're, you know, like you're, you're not, there's just so many. You're names not a man, come, essentially. Yeah, there's yeah. so many names that come with it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as adults, you know, grown men. Uh, that have families or, you know, even just married in a relationship, whatever. It's the whole, to me, I think of it, if I were a man, I'd go to bed every night thinking, shit, what else do I have to do for my person? What else do I have to do for my family? You know, I could be in this god-awful job that I hate, 
But, you know, because I make the money, I still have to get up and put on a face and do it every single day and then come home. And, you know, not that all women nag, but, you know, women nag, you know, come home and listen to her say stuff about this. Okay, so I want to stop you there. This is something that I've uh, I've had to grow into understanding. Um, And I also taught, you know, a batterers class for guys who have been abusive. Um, Women do not nag. Mm -mm. Women have a conversation. And because dudes don't want to hear what the hell they have to say, they become the nag or she's a bitch or all that other other bull crap. But it's not nagging. He just has to stop what he's doing to hear what she's saying. To listen. To listen. 100%. To listen. But also, she's holding him accountable for the things that he needs to do at the house. (laughs) And he doesn't want to hear it because he assumes... Because he's going to work and making the money, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to put up with that crap at right. the house when the housework is different from work. Work, you know, mm-hmm. there's two different things. You can't. You, guys shouldn't mix them. A lot of guys do mix it, um, but when you go to work and you come home, that's another job within itself that you have to take care of too. Oh, so yeah. I don't think women nag. I just think guys that's true are not or mm-hmm. not. I was going to say man enough. Man enough to like take them having that conversation yeah. with them, but like you said, just to to listen. Yeah, um, that's funny because I had told Miguel something the other day. Uh, we were at the house and whatever, and he was like, uh, "He's like, you didn't tell me that," and I was like, "Yes, I did." I was like, and then I had also told you this, and he's like, "No, you didn't." I said, "There's a difference between you listening mm-hmm. and you hearing." Yeah. I said, "I'm not saying like you know like I'm not bitching at you." I yeah. said, but. Sometimes you do, like, you just hear me and that's it. But you're not listening and saying, like, oh, okay, like, you're not responding. I said, or you are, but you're already thinking of something else or what you want to say to what I said previously. Yeah. So you're not paying attention to what's coming out of my mouth. What's and then that's said. how, you know, everything happens yeah. from there. Assumptions and all that. <clears throat> yeah. Downhill from there. Yep. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, to the whole suicidal thing, like, mm-hmm. it's just, um, you know, they... They have to be the man. Like, they have to, you know, all of it. And that's, like I just told you all a minute ago, you know, the whole us getting the house and closing and whatever. And I can only imagine what's going through his head because this is what's going through my head. But at the same time, I'm like, like, you just have to tell me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, express yourself. Let me know that you feel this way or, you know, like you said earlier, that you had a bad day or a bad moment. You know, just little things like that because... You take that with you, you dwell on it, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and yeah. And we're not even talking about, like, the trauma that these men have experienced and then not talking about it, and then now just adding more pressure and more pressure and more pressure and more pressure. It, I mean, it does. <clears throat> it gets to the point where it's just like, I can't, like, I, I don't know who to talk to. Yeah. Or, and if I do talk to someone... Are they going to view me as, like, weak? Being judged. Yeah. Just, I mean, no no woman likes to be judged, obviously, but when it's a man, no yeah. man likes to be judged either. I mean, that's walking into the grocery store, yeah. you know, to the bathroom as other men, to the gym at that, you know, all of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of men, um, like I said before, they suppress their they suppress their emotions because that's what they think they're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and they're not able to express themselves from a little from a little age. 
you know, grow, you know, as they, as men, I'm assuming, of course, I'm not a man, I don't yeah. know, but I'm assuming because I'm, I raised my boys. Yeah. So, and it is difficult. Like, there's certain things, like, that they're, that, I mean, they're just boys too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sad because, you know, just recently I, there was an article that's like, or it was like a meme. It said, buy your boys that, um, dish thing yes I you know what i'm talking that. about yes. it's like buy your buy your boys that dish thing or whatever it's like about like kids playing with like a like the kitchen like set a, yeah the kitchen oh, set. Yeah. okay yeah yeah and it's like let them just be themselves and i'm like you know a lot of the times like growing up like if boys were playing with things like that they were like hey don't be doing that you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and it's like why not like you know just let let people be themselves and yeah. you know that's i feel like that has caused a lot of um sparking the suicide um with i'm sorry with men committing suicide because yeah. you know they weren't able to fully express themselves a lot of men do um commit suicide because of sexual orientation yeah, yeah. that's facts i know a lot of people don't want to hear that yeah but that's true yeah they're afraid to come out and and be who they who they are um and there's like a push now where people are upset because they're I guess they're making the assumption that it's being pushed on them mm-hmm. um, through society and things of that nature. But I remember, I remember in high school and junior high, there was like, you know, this this stuff's been going on for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's been pushed on people. I just think people are just now like, you know, they're really more aware of it now because now they have kids and they, you know, they say mm-hmm. that they want to protect their kids from, you know, from seeing stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know, if, if your kids go to public school or any school, your kids are going to see all of that. You know what I mean? And so, so yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I do believe that is, you know, a big issue too. Um, and going back to your, re, you know, rejection and guys, it's crazy because I, in 2022, my goal is to cultivate more relationships. Like, I just don't. Like I'm a guy who who knows a lot of people, but like I don't know a lot of people. Right. Um, and so I don't I don't have like those relationships. And my you know, it's crazy, but I would feel more rejected if I tried to cultivate a relationship with a guy and he was like, Yeah, no, I don't want to be your friend mm-hmm. versus a woman. Oh, it's yeah. is that not I mean it's crazy, but I would feel like way more some type of way over the guy saying like I don't want to be your friend versus a woman. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just super weird. I just came to that real, real realization um not too long ago of just like how how bad it would suck. And so that's why I feel like a lot of guys don't you know, the suicide rate is high because a lot of guys don't have those relationships with people. Uh don't know how to cultivate those relationships. And I think it's because they're, you know, afraid of rejection. Um because that that also sucks as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, cool. Um, well, not cool, but like <laughs> moving on. Uh, what is we this podcast again? I want to help build high value men. So, from the perspective that you have um, of a high value man, what would that be? Or what perspective would you have? If, you know, there's a, a man and you're trying to build him and it's a high value man, what, what would you what would you give this man to make him a high value man? What would I give him? Mm-hmm. Or like, how would you build him to make him a high value man? So I think a high value man is a man that um, is, has a key components, which is 
respect. He makes you feel secure. He makes you feel safe. Um, you know, he's emotionally intelligent. He's in touch with his masculine and his feminine. Um, but he has his mental health in check, his physical health in check, his emotional health in check. Um, that That is a high-valued man. A man that can walk into a room and be assertive without having to, you know, be like, I'm here. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah, yeah being yeah. aggressive or demand respect. Yeah. Uh, a man that, you know, is financially secure, um, is educated, you know, and being educated in different areas. To me, that's a high value. Man. Let me ask you a question. When you say financially secure, what, what does that look like? For me, um, somebody that has a stable income, a stable job, you know. So McDonald's? A stable income, a stable job. With the 401k. I mean, McDonald's on 401k. Yeah, let's 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 be real. Let's be real. You want to be real? Okay, we gotta be within our tax brackets. I got you. So you can't you can't have a you won't date a guy who's like who makes less money than yes. Me personally, like this is what I do for a living. This is this is where I'm at, and I would like for you to meet me there or be more. Yeah. Um. That's just. That's where it is. I, I mean, if, if I have these things, then you should be able to have them as well. Is that like, is that ego or is that just like? No, that's um, because the, the, the reason why I, the reason why I asked that, because there's there's this thing going around where, um, you know, guys are also doing it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, if she what does she bring to the table? What does she bring to the table? And I'm like, why are we asking that question? You know what I mean? Like. If you are secure and you know who you are in like yourself, mm-hmm. why she had, she said she shouldn't have to bring anything to the table but herself, mm-hmm. and that should be enough. But if but if she's not bringing this 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 and this to the table, well, then I can't mess with her. Yeah. But you know, and I was talking to somebody about it, and he was like, "It sounds like ego," and I was like, "Damn!" I, I mean, he, he to me, he I was like, he, "You're right." Like if if I'm I, me as a man walking up and I'm saying, like, you got to bring, like, granted, you got to have your standards and, you know, your requirements and, you know, the things that you that you like and dislike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she brought all of that to the table but didn't bring, like, one or two certain different things, would I be like, yeah, she can't sit at my table? You didn't let me finish. My bad. Because, <laughs> because it, to me it sounds like it's um, it could be ego. Not from your perspective but from my perspective so i'm slowly changing my perspective of what can she bring to the table because it, to me i feel like we as human beings can unlock each other yeah so i might not be able you know i might not be where i should be mm-hmm. but if we connect uh you know we vibe and and you're and i see you on your shit and mm-hmm. you're doing your thing it couldn't unlock something in me to make me strive to want to do better and be better. Correct. And that's a part of being a high-valued man. Gotcha. Somebody that can motivate you, encourage you, inspire you. Gotcha. Um, and this is just not in partner relationships. This is in, you know, friendships as well. For sure. Um, you know, going back on what I was saying. Before I was really, before you. I pondered on this many times. Okay. And I, you know, discussions with self and discussions with other people. You know, whenever somebody asks you a question like that and you start naming the things that you want from mm-hmm. another, from your partner or from another futuristic partner, mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you are already those things. Got you. 
Because I can't be out here being asking for Elon Musk and then I, where am I? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to make sure that when you're asked, when you're answering those questions yourself, you have to make sure that you either are working towards the same mm-hmm. or already are. So, but, so what if you find, you know, there's one guy who's a dominant or rough who doesn't have like all of his shit together, but he has, you know, everything else that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then you have this guy who has, all of his shit together, but he's just, you know, mentally he's not there. Like, what, who would, I mean, if, if you had to choose someone, who would you choose? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> Myself. Yeah, okay, no, after choosing yourself, like, if you like if you had to choose, you know, one man. Because one man, you know, if he's unlocked, he, he's going to do great things mm-hmm. in the world. And the other one. The diamond in the rough. Yeah, it's just, it's just stuck. And I, and I do believe, like, there are people that just. They're just, they're just kind of lost in their ways, and they need other people to kind of, not to, because I, I don't believe in, like, you know, uh, creating people, but, like, mm-hmm. just pushing them to, like, hey, this is, mm-hmm. you know, I I was pushed in my last relationship uh, mm-hmm. coming into it, um, you know, to where I, you know, got my bachelor's degree, and I, you know, started a business, and, like, I, I wanted to do, you know, things um because I saw her and I saw like the motivation that she had, and so it just kind of inspired me to do um, better. But I was that guy with the fucked up uh, mentality, and I, I wasn't the diamond in the rough. So, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of shitting on myself. Well, it just depends. Like I think that people with their actions they show you. Okay. You, know, you can say like, "Oh, the diamond in the rough. This guy that works at McDonald's. You know, that's how. That's why you don't rush into things with people. Got you. You know, you take time to." To get to know people, you talk to people, you have conversations, real conversations, not what are you doing? Yeah. Um, you know, you have come real, over here, Netflix and chill. Yeah, you have an intelligent conversations and you know, you ask somebody like, you know, what is it that you want to do? Yeah, I know right now you're working at McDonald's, but what do you want to do? Like gotcha. do, where do you see yourself? Gotcha. What is it that you're working towards? I got you. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I've had conversations with men that are very intelligent and they have their degrees. Or they're more successful, but they are meatheads. <laughs> or they think they're better, yeah, be- because of it. They think they're better because of their their degrees, or because of their money. And this um, is women as well, or because of their status. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, women, women too. But I just think that's that's what the issue is. Um, and there's, there's just, I mean, there's there's a lot of it that goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. So. But you, you know right off the bat, you're having a conversation with somebody and, and it's just not hitting the way it's supposed to be hitting. Then you know, you're like, you know what, I, it's it's okay. We're just not, yeah. we're not there. We're not meeting each other. So there's somebody else that you can probably carry this conversation on with and that's just not me. Yeah. Y'all basically hit all the nails. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, talker. I know, right? You, I mean, you can't start the podcast so I like to talk and then like <laughs> well, now... And now you ain't saying nothing. I was thinking of what I was gonna like, like slide in, and then I was. That's why, like, if you go back, you're gonna hear me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My personal hype man. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. uh, Uh, No, see, I mean, everything shit that the both of you said was pretty spot on. Um, You know, to go off of that, my main thing is, you know. I don't really have, like, you know, you must have this, and you must have this, and you must be doing all this and whatever. Like, I've never thought, I've never laid out how I guess I would want my man to be, mm-hmm. uh, especially because this relationship that I'm in now is, like, the complete opposite of anything I ever... Would have written down yeah, and said, this yeah, is what, I was, yeah, what I'm looking for. Yeah, totally different. I mean, 
for one, he doesn't work out, and y'all know me, and I fucking love it. I yeah. love that he doesn't work out. Like, yeah. I, you know, I can send him stuff, and he's just like, good job, babe, or, you know, that's my baby, and I'm like, hell yeah, it is, yeah. you know? <laughs> no, but, like, you know, he hypes me up and stuff, and he has no idea what I'm doing. No yeah. idea. No idea what movement it is, whatever. I It could be 45 pounds on the bar. You yeah. know, it's not, but, it, you know, he would still be like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, you so strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, just, I don't know, that, like, communication, you know, that that's my biggest thing. You know, I don't care what you have. You could drive a freaking bicycle, or drive, you could ride a freaking bicycle, but if you communicate well with me and yeah. you let me know this, this, and that, my thing is just, you don't have to tell me everything, but I just want to be in the loop. Like, just keep me in the loop with certain things. Yeah. And I'm I'm okay, but at the end of it, it's just always like we can get through it. You know, we can we can do this together. Yeah. One of the things that Miguel had told me, um, you know, at midnight or whatever, you know, this is our year. We're we're gonna make this ours. We're we're gonna be good. We're gonna be better than we were. You know, blah blah. I like, kept on about we we we, and it was like, oh my gosh, like we are. Like we're like hell yeah. Like we got this. You know, like yeah. we we can. You know, we may not have everything in the world, you know, stuff like that, the nicest things or whatever, but we can get to where we want to be and to have those nice things and to still have everyone else around us. Yeah. You know? I just think, like, the social media, you know, age is, is uh, tainting what a real relationship should look like. Oh, 100%. Live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So the shit that you see... Is on credit. (laughs) So there's not a lot of people who have, you know, all this nice stuff that they have without without being eyeballs in debt. Mm -hmm. But you don't, no one's really talking about that. It's like, oh my gosh, these trips and, you know, the cars and all this stuff that that you see, um, that's nice. And that's what you're looking for. That's what you're aiming for. And it's like, Mm -hmm. for what? So you want to be in debt? You want to like live paycheck to paycheck? You want to barely like survive like... If something bad happens to you, you do have a thousand bucks in in your in your account as like a a savings fund, or are you screwed? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I think you know a lot of society, you know what what you see on what you see on social media is just not what it is. Oh yeah. Because I mean, we went to Cancun <laughs> in July. We went to Cancun for like a whole week, and then a week later, we were getting divorced. And so people are like, well, I thought y'all were in Cancun. Well, yeah, we were in Cancun, but like, I mean, that was it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. we were hanging out in Cancun, but we wasn't really hanging out with each other. It wasn't, it wasn't a fun experience. Yeah. But what you saw on on social media was like, oh my gosh, they're zip lining and they're, and they're, and they're parasailing and they're doing all this stuff. The fun stuff. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't fun. But we put on that that you know put you know the picture of like, oh my gosh, like you know, power couple. This is this is an amazing couple type deal. And, you know, people, I think people get caught up into that where they just start to assume like, oh, my gosh, I want to be, you know, like this couple or that couple. And it's like, you don't really know what the hell is really going on. And, you know, and they could be eyeballs and dead and, you know, trying to figure it out or hate each other. And you're, yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh, my gosh, I want to be like that couple. So Yeah, but it's also important just to always remember, and this goes like for all, like everybody, including myself, right? I always say the same thing. It's like, I only post what I want you to see. For sure. For sure. And you always have to remember that. Like, I know there's sometimes you'll be scrolling and you'll see something or you'll 
be like, but you just got to remember everybody on social media only posts what they want you to see. Facts. That's so, that's, that's good. Yep. It is. I must be posting my memes, but (laughs) good luck figuring it out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like that. Everyone, say it again. Everyone. Everybody on social media only posts what they want you to see. Got you. So it's all just, it's all a perspective of what that person essentially wants you to see. It's all a part of their game. And so it's the story that they want to tell of like, hey, this is this is what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. You ever been on Gucci's Instagram? I haven't. Louis Vuitton? Or like these brands, mm-hmm. like they're posting their bags because they want you to see it. They yeah. want you to buy it. They're I not posting you. those defective bags. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I got you. That makes sense. And you tell them. Perfect. Oh, okay. Um, so if 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 y'all had you know what a draft is, like like an NBA draft or NFL draft, mm-hmm. like you you have like the number one pick uh in in a draft mm-hmm. and it's the number one quality you would look for in a man. The number one. Mm-hmm. Like if you're drafting a man, what would your number one quality be? She ready. Reliability. <laughs> okay, re- being reliable. So okay, so break. So tell me more. Like in being reliable, what does that look like as as a man? For me, or yeah. just yeah, for for you, a reliable person is uh you know a person that is you can count on them. You know, I have kids. Yeah. So you know, if I bring you into my life, it's you know, you know, being responsible. You know, if I ask or um like, hey, I'm gonna be out of work late. You know, you should. Be ready and willing to be like, okay, well, don't worry about it. Like, I see you're getting out late. Like, I'm going to go get the kids. Yeah. Or, you know, things like that that makes me want, makes me feel secure and safe where I can trust you. Got you. I got you. Yeah, mine's communication still. So what, what's like your biggest thing about communication? As far as like, you know, in communicating, what is like the the number one thing you're looking for? Uh, Uh, If something's wrong, tell me. And it yeah, goes yeah. back to your mental state, mental health, men's mental health. That's yeah. my main thing. Like, um, just, I don't know, just communicate with me. Like, you don't have to tell me everything that happened during your day. But, I mean, if something triggered you to where you felt this way, then, uh, yeah, like a part of me kind of feels like, yeah, you can tell me. Not that I need to know, but like I said, there's, there were times where I would hold things in and not tell anyone, not even my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I know what that did to me. So imagine a man, you know, men don't openly express. So there's a, <clears throat> there's a, uh, and this is fact, we're not arguing this at all whatsoever, <laughs> just in case somebody wanted to argue. Uh, communication is 7% verbal, 38% tone, 55% body language. Oh, yeah. So essentially, when communicating, it has nothing. I mean, it's very little about verbal, like speaking, mm-hmm. but it's all about like the tone mm-hmm. or the tone and then the body language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, in communicating, that's, you know, to me, something that I've learned over time is you can tell me whatever you want to tell me. I'm not listening to what you're telling me. I'm listening to like your, your tone of it and also your body language because that's telling me what you really want mm-hmm. uh, or don't want to do yeah. type deal. So 
No, I think that's super important. Uh, so being reliable and communication. All right, so let me put y'all on the hot seat. Like I haven't put y'all on the hot seat before. Uh, do you think guys are accountable for their actions? I I'm, I I can answer the question first. <laughs> I think hell no. I was gonna say. I, I, I think so. This is just my my personal opinion, and I, so and also give me a percentage, and mm-hmm. you know, so I would say no, but I would, you know, I'd be thirty percent accountable, seventy percent not accountable. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Our guys. Accountable. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that men are accountable about sixty percent with. Their partner, okay, and about forty percent with their homies. Okay, <laughs> like sounds about right. So I feel like men are more loyal to their partners than. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I feel like they're more loyal to their friends. So then the opposite way. Okay, yeah. So oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> so they're they're accountable more to their friends than to their partner. Yeah, let me take that back. So I feel like men are more accountable. Uh, they're sixty percent accountable to their homies and forty percent more accountable. Uh, to their partner. Why do you think that is? I think because whenever uh, this is just, I mean, human, yeah. right? When you're comfortable and able to express yourself, you're able to be more truthful, and you're able to be more accountable. Like, hey, bro, like, you know, I saw you do this last time. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. I did, I did. But then whenever I tell you, like, hey, you did that last time, you're nagging. Yeah, <laughs> your homie's not nagging. <laughs> Go kiss him then. <laughs> uh, okay, I I can I can totally dig that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what did you say? Sixty forty. Yeah. yeah. And I said thirty seventy. Thirty accountable, seventy not accountable. It. I mean, it also just goes back to like who the person is. Yeah. Who the man is, like to be able to say that. For the most part, I don't think so. But I think it just depends on what circumstance, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I think we're all, you know. Self accountability is really hard to do already. Yeah, right? it is. Um, so I think that that's a very broad, you know, like holding holding yourself accountable is, is is hard because sometimes you don't want to hold yourself accountable. Oh yeah, yeah. And only only reason why I'm saying this is because, you know, I I taught a class for guys who've been who are abusive, uh, and ninety eight percent would walk in and say it wasn't my fault. I'm like, bro. Like, you punched her. Yeah. Like, how was it not your fault? You know what I mean? And so it was just, you know, and then, I, you know, I also taught cl- a class for women, and they were just like, yeah, I beat his ass. <laughs> like, just straight up. Like, yeah. women, like, it, it didn't take long for women to be like, yes, that's what I did. Yeah. But in a 24-week class, week 16 is when guys were like, okay, yes, I'm accountable for oh, yeah. my actions. And it's not necessarily like, you're not accountable for for her and and you know what she did, but you're accountable for your actions and what you do. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of guys don't want to like hear it or be accountable for like the shit that they've caused in in the moment whenever it's being spoken on. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it's just like, okay, okay, okay. I hear you. Whatever. Like you know, they say what they need to say. You say what you need to say, and then that's it. And then you know, because speaking from experience, and it's like you know, maybe a week or two goes by, then it's like, hey. I know I was acting this way, you know, and blah, 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 but I don't want you to think this, this, and that. And it's like, why can't you just tell me that whenever, you know, quote, unquote, I was nagging or, oh, you know, that's I was. the ego, girl. Yeah, yeah. So and sometimes the ego won't even let you say it. Yeah. I mean, there have been times where, like, 
there have been times where I, like I realized like halfway in the argument like oh shit like yeah she right <laughs> but she ain't gonna know about it <laughs> and so we I and so we yeah hundred percent like oh yeah that's that's on me I that one hundred percent she's right but yeah I'm gonna keep. We're gonna keep going down this hill because, yeah. like, I don't want to be wrong. Which is, uh, it's just a level of immaturity, and it's just, it's just dumb, you know. It's just yeah. a waste of energy and time. Um, so yeah, I just think it's something that. But I also think it goes back to childhood. Yeah. Because I think a lot, like, and this is because I'm the, uh, I have two brothers, uh-huh. so I remember, you know, also seeing this. Um, you know, like, whenever you get in trouble, like your mom gets mad at you. It's like a little, like, <laughs> little. Giggly, let's see if I can get away with it. Gotcha. So I think that, like... So, man, we try to... we try to Trying to see if you could get away with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say... I couldn't tell you no, because I think that's a lot of... Yeah, I've I tried to get away with a lot of shit just because... Just to see, you know? And I didn't. That's so scary. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I mean, I know women. some women probably think that, too. But just to hear that, you know, to, like, know, like... That that goes through your head. Oh yeah. Not I'm only you testing. I'm testing every yeah. every boundary to see like how far I can go before she says like stop doing that shit. Yeah. So I'm just gonna keep doing it until you say stop doing hey, that at shit. Hey, Miguel. <laughs> what are you trying? <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, it's you know that again. That's I think that's you know going back and looking at you know how and why my relationship fell. There was. A lack of accountability, even though I was teaching accountability. So, uh, like, I, it was easier for me to tell you what you shouldn't do, um, but then going home and, like, just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, there wasn't a lot of accountability on my part. And if it was, it's like, I would throw it out there. Like, I know what I'm doing, but I wasn't changing. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. I think that it also has to do with, do you really like that person? Got you. Because when you like somebody, you really care for them and you value their opinion. Um, you take accountability. Got you. You say, "Hey, like I did, I did fuck this up, or yeah. my mistake." Like yeah. you know, you're willing to do that because you put, like you said, the ego to the side. Yeah. Now, I think that when you don't like somebody, that's whenever you're like, you do try to test the yeah. waters. Test the waters and see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I never thought about it that way. Me either. Yeah. So. So if they treating you like shit, they don't like you. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're treating you like shit, so they they assume that you ain't shit, you know. All right, so communication reliability uh, as as your number one uh, pick for a man. Uh, so I put something uh, on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Um, are you trying to uncover who you are, or are you trying to create who you are? I think in order for you to know who you are, you have to uncover who you are. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Neither. That's Ooh, I hit you with them. <laughs> All the guys are here like create, create. Cause I think that's just what we do. Like guys create. Like no. you because for me, for the last what I'm gonna say like three ish years, uh-huh. it was more so uncovering and making mistakes to be able to create who I am now mm. and still trying to get there. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking you can't create unless you uncover. Right. Yeah. Cause if I mean if, if you don't uncover and you create, you're just your foundation is fucked. Yeah. It's it's not a good found foundation. So you how have do you to, how do you know how to create yourself if you don't know what yeah. Like you are. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you can't be 
in a good relationship or you can't be in a good in a better place unless you go back and you know you heal um whatever whatever you think was you know where the halt was yeah you know there's many times that i've looked back and i'm like okay okay this is this is where it stops i this mistake or this this keeps going in a circle i keep making the same the same decisions or I okay so why why did you stop and say why did you change from mistake to like like you you stopped saying like you was did you say you, you did you mean to did you mean to say mistake or did you wanted to change it because it felt like you said mistake but then you was like no it wasn't a mistake or am or am I like reading too much into it I just let's go back okay <laughs> I just think that there's been there's been many me personally there's been many points in my life where I'm like okay this this keeps repeating itself yeah this situation keeps repeating itself I'm a part of this equation yeah okay how can I change this got you what am I doing wrong yeah that keeps putting me in the same position now let's try let's try option B let's go this way yeah and the reason why I said that is because I think there's a there's a big difference between mistake and choices oh yeah and I think people run around here and say, it was a mistake, it was a mistake. And it's like, no, dude, like, you just made a bad choice. You chose to do that. I mean, yeah, it was a, it's a 100% choice. Dudes would come in there and say all the time, I mistakenly had sex with that other girl. I'm like, bro, how the, how the fuck do you have a mistake? How, like, do you just, like, trip and your clothes come off and you just you just fall into it? Like, how do you mistakenly fall into something? No, you know what I mean? You like, chose to, You chose to engage in that conversation. 100%. You chose to, to lead that person on. And then you chose to hang out with that person. You yeah. chose to go back to the house, yeah. whoever it is. And then you chose to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Like, So it's not a mistake. No. So I think a lot of people, they get it. Because it's easier to not be accountable if I say it's a mistake. Versus, no, I made a dumbass decision. Because then in, it's in, a bad choice. Because to other people, it's like, oh, people make mistakes. People make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's easy to say, hey, I made this mistake. You know? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, hey, you know, like. Well, if you're sorry, then, you know, it, it's easy for that to go that route. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. Like, baby, I the made a mistake, but you're still, but you're still, you know, having sex with that chick that mm-hmm. you mistakenly had sex with already mm-hmm. 50 times now. And it's still a mistake. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, at some point, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a mistake. It's, it's 100% a choice. So... No, okay, I get that. Cool. I um, I, I, I came into it thinking like you have to create yourself. Mm-mm. You have to constantly create yourself. But you've already been built over time, you know, and you're here as a person that you are now. And so uncovering things would help in the process of creating. See, this is why I like these conversations. Because it's just, uh, you get clarity. Or you, or you get a different perspective that kind of opens up your eyes to to different things, mm-hmm. um, because you just you know sometimes you just don't see it. You see it one way, and that's the only way. Until someone says, yep. well, "What about this way?" And it's you like see it black and white. Yeah, and then you get this damn pop of color, and you're like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get that pink. I don't know why I thought of pink, but uh, when I when I when I say the color pink, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Girly. Girly. Vibrance. Oh, okay. What? Somebody asked me that question. What'd you think of? What is it? Straight up, just first, the very first thing. The pee. <laughs> no. 
And I was having lunch with somebody, and she was like, she was, she was like, dude, like, and the second thing was Petunia. Like, I like, I don't know. Like, that was just, those are the two things that popped up whenever someone says, like, what do you think of when you think of the word P? Uh, that was great. it. Um, yeah, somebody help me. All right, um, did you find it? No, but it was something like, um, like, uh, it had to do with, like, Not like having peace within yourself mm-hmm. and I guess like whatever you've been through and stuff. But anyway, I don't remember like what exactly it said word for word, but the person that had like commented to me about it, he was like, Oh, so you were never you were never happy back then whenever like you were posting, like you'd be here and there, you know, whatever. And it was like, No, I was happy but I didn't have any peace within me with what was going on. Like I can be happy. I can put on, you know, a smile and I can forget about, you know, my troubles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I can genuinely be happy, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that I have peace within me. Yeah. And then, so, you know, like once that, you know, certain things stopped and happened and, you know, whatever, then it was like, Oh, like we had this conversation at the gym, didn't we? And I told you like, you know, there was like a sense of peace and it made me it like, it's a, different feel and it's a different happiness and you know how you go about your days and how you see things you know your views and blah 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 from there i wish i could find it but i literally cannot so it kind of kind of brings me to like so can you can you like be happy and feel peace but still not like where you're at in your life yeah like is there a word for that because it's not contentment because contentment is kind of like you're you're sitting in like the happiness and the peace and there's you know there's no give or take you're just there but like what is a word that like you know um there's peace and there's like happiness but there's also like this like heaviness that i have to go and get it you know what i mean like i have to there's something more out there that i have to go and get like what if it what word is that is there a word for that that feeling because i feel like some a lot of guys feel that way where yeah. there's there's a level of like peace and there's, there's a level of happiness but then there's also like a level of like there's something in their spirit that says they have to, you know, go out and get more. But it might just be, you know, what society think or what what I think society, you know, thinks I should do, or just should I just sit into the should I sit in that like contentment and uh, and happiness and not push for more. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just movement. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I got you. So, do you, so have you had that feeling before? Or do you sometimes feel that way? Um, have I had that feeling before? Yeah. Yes. Ascension. So what what was it that helped you get out of it, or do are you still kind of in it? I don't know either. I got, I don't know if I if I if I reach what, the pinnacle of what I want to reach, like will that feeling go away, or will it? Probably not constantly... because I feel like even even if we don't have like let's say like goals or things that we want to meet there's still always something more that we want without even realizing it, you know? And so it's a, I guess in a sense, it's like a constant chase, you know, but not as aggressive as if you were to write down, you know, this goal, this goal, this goal. And it's like, shit, I haven't met this one, but I still have to reach this one. And then I haven't met this one. And you, you know, you keep going back and forth with yourself. Yeah. I think for women, it's different. Okay. Like you can be in that, um, you know, that space, that you've created but you know for me it's like you know i kind of feel like you know trying this and doing this slowly yeah and i think like men are more like 
you know what? I'm kind of bored. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just do it. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> and they just don't think. They That's do. true. That's so true. So it's different. Uh, like you, women ease their way into like, things. Like you know what? I kind of feel like trying this, and you know, I'm gonna start doing this. And so, a perfect example, which to me, for women, their nails, nail colors. Yeah. So I'm more nude, simple. You know, nothing like that. Um. A while back, I had gotten no, 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 on my toes. So a while back, I had gotten like a like a burgundy color. They're white right now, oh, which I yes. hardly ever get white, but they match my nose anyway. I'm so not I had sure got why I look down. Like a, like a toes is out. Yeah. <laughs> She's all, she like, like oh, them, oh, them are the ones. Hey, <laughs> them claws. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have like, a nice little thing like the Velociraptor, like having on the dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hope, hopefully, you're not self-conscious about your feet. And if you are, I apologize. No, because I, I, I know no, you have beautiful. Feet. Okay, yeah, cool. I'm okay. She said, follow her on her OnlyFans <laughs> <laughs> for feet pics. For feet pics. <laughs> okay, I've been tempted. Okay. Yeah, you, you can probably make a lot of money off of that. Yeah, I've heard the stories from like other people, and I'm like, God, what yeah, are you doing? That's so crazy. I just con you. It's like, you know subscribe and then like when you get on it's just like me talking about my feelings so you're you're scary dude it's like me talking about my shit. she's so scary man she's she's like conning motherfuckers like all that time i'm I'm, I'm gonna get you you yeah i mean like wait why though what did she Uh, say at the beginning first of all what no it's your fault you went over there she's like oh she's going to show her my feet well yeah i mean if if i paid money to see your feet and you're talking about like your feelings it's my content no so if i want to change it and i want to talk about my day that's not how that is that is that's not how that works joke on you uh, why are you doing this <laughs> nobody had you out here uh, or you did Sorry. you did you did you had me out there you had to like give me a what's well, not sample. my fault you're so easy you had to give me like a well most guys are easy yeah yeah so look at you now you're here listening <laughs> to my feelings <laughs> well, welcome delete now most guys probably stay and listen let me see if I can't find a chink in her armor and shoot my shot with her. Um, I so feet pick. Oh yeah, oh, no, 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 not feet pick. Oh my bad. <laughs> feet. So going back to the feet. Yeah. You know, same thing with my toes. I always get like a really light pink nude. You know, the French tip, whatever. Sometimes why? Anyway, I got this dark burgundy color. Yeah. And you know, because it was my thing. Oh, I slowly want to just start adding color to my nails and my toes. You know, but I didn't know. I was like, you know, let's just start here. So I, bam, went with this burgundy red, and I was like, what in the hell is on my toes? And I, like, immediately, I was like, nope, like, I'm not going to do this again. Like, because I just did it, you know, but it took me months, weeks, months, whatever, to slowly build up. And that's just, that's just my nails and my toes. That's just your nails. Yeah. You want to hear the story about how I got, how I jumped out of a plane? No. In the video, but I haven't heard the story. So the story was I wanted to jump out of a plane in 2021. Mm-hmm. It was like October, and I knew 2021 was coming to an end. So I jumped on the computer. The very first, the very first, maybe it did say the very first skydiving company that I saw on my computer in the Dallas Fort Worth oh, area. Mm-hmm. I booked it, like just within seconds. Like I was like I was. Doing something, and I went to the computer, and I just booked it. Uh, and then I just realized, oh, okay, this is, it's in Madisonville, Texas. 
mm-hmm. two hours from Austin. So, you know, I'm trying to go to Dallas. I, there was one in Dallas. There was one in Austin. I just mm-hmm. I picked the one in Madisonville two hours away. So I go there, uh, and the rest was history. But, y'all, you're right. Like, I was just like, it wasn't like a a slow buildup. It was like, Boom. I'm not jumping out of a plane to, like, I'm jumping out of a plane, which was like, I mean, that weekend. Like, it wasn't like, I didn't set it like Pat. Like, it was just like that weekend. I drove to Madisonville and I jumped out of a freaking plane. Yeah. And I'm alive. But yeah, you, months for your toes. I mean, would, would you jump? Would you jump now? out of a train? I mean, out of a out of a plane? Um. Yes, but it would have to be planned that I way. Like it was talking about this this morning. <clears throat> I even told like Cindy, and I think I told Lupita. Like, I was like, Let, let's go skydiving, and they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so this is this is what I want to do. So there's a Spartan race. There's one in 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 San Antonio. Man, you've already done tried this. I, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna keep doing it until we. Kelsey, don't even say it because you said you were gonna go and you did not. So one, I'm not talking. To you, I'm talking to you, senior. All right. So there's a Spartan race. Uh, there's one in San Antonio and one in Dallas. And I'm I'm trying to get you know a lot of people from CrossFit four three two. This is the second week I'm I'm. Uh, I'm putting you on CrossFit 432. Uh, so I'm waiting on a sponsorship from uh, Justin Grenada uh, or something. Half off, you know, something, brother. Uh, so go to CrossFit 432 if you're trying to get, you know, fit and ready for the summer. Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to get everyone from CrossFit 432 to go there, and then we all go skydiving. Or the people who want to go skydiving, go skydiving, and the one who want to watch can just watch. That'd be cool shit. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, it's it's just so, it's 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 life-changing. Mm-hmm. Like, there are days I just want to quit, you know, that you just you just have those days where it's like, oh, I just want to sleep and just whatever. Um, but again, it's just like that, there's something inside, like, some people have where it's just like, I just got to keep keep going. I think that really opened up my, my eyes to like, man... This is all what life's about. This is about jumping and embracing and, and going with the flow and just like, you know, diving. And then yeah. you're, you're flying and then you'll find yourself landing where you need to land. That's what I did with Dose. Yeah. With, I wanted to, always wanted just to try bartending. Yeah. Like, you know, it just seems cool. Not even for the money, just to yeah. try it, to be like, hey, I can do this. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. I want to try something so I can say I can do it. Mm-hmm. And then I did it, and then I moved up, and I moved up, and I moved up, and it was like, oh, shit. So I, I'm thinking about bartending. Would that be something, like, would you, do you think that would be something yeah, you would I think, recommend? Yes, 100%. Like, yeah. when people are like, I've always wanted to, and I'm like, do it. Like, you, people used to always say, like, you know, the bar life, the bar life, and blah, blah, blah. And at first it was like, shit, it is just the bar life. But... What I've learned and what I've learned about myself and, like, managing stuff and being around more people than what I'm already around and just meeting them and learning and hearing their stories and me being able to share my story, you know, my small testimony to strangers. It's like, damn, this is cool. Like, this is it. it, I I love it. Like, I wouldn't. I'm like, why did it take me so long? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely. Okay, I think someone suggested it, and I was like, "Hmm, thinking about it." So. And I always tell girls that like come in and apply. Literally, I don't ask them anything. I'm like, "Are you a people person?" And it, if somebody were to ask me that, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, like a hundred percent, I am." 
And to, you know, and they're a little bit younger, so maybe it just kind of doesn't click or whatever. But, you know, to them, they're like, uh, well, sort of. And I'm like, sort of? Yeah. It's, you know, it's yes or no. Like, yeah. do you like to be around people? Do you like to, like, if you're having a bad day, can you walk through this door, these still. doors, and still be able to treat people with, you know, 80, 90, 100% of you? Yeah. Nothing less. Nothing less than that. Yeah. I had one girl in a meeting one time that was like, you know, y'all expect us to give 100% and stuff, but we've already been here for X amount of hours, and these people, they're rude, and this, this, and that. And I was like, that's an excuse. I'm like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've done this before. You know, so don't sit here and say, well, they're rude to me and blah, blah, blah. Well, how are you approaching them? You know, how are you responding back to them? Like you said earlier, it goes back to your tone, your yeah. body language, yeah. all of it. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't believe certain things like that. But anyway, yeah, I say you do it. Yeah. It's it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It would be fun if everyone doesn't punk out yeah. as I stare at Kelsey. I didn't punk you out. One hundred percent punked out. I wasn't, it wasn't because I was scared though. I'm pretty sure you was. To do the Spartan race. Yep, because you didn't do it. So that doesn't mean I'm scared. Punked out. Maybe I had shit going on. No, you punked out. Because then Abby was supposed to go. Daniel. Uh, <laughs> Drew. Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling all. I'm calling all y'all mother truckers out. <laughs> Angie's gonna be like, it's because we have a little Z. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. So, last question, and then I will let y'all go. I know this is uh, I forgot to tell y'all. I'll ask this question um, before we started talking. Uh, but what impact do you want to leave on the world? Oh, don't make me cry. Oh. That literally already like makes you, me you, emotional. You're already crying, so just go ahead and let it happen. Just. Just let it. Ah, look at my eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, girl. Your your forehead vein right here is trying to keep it up. Keep, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep the tears in. It's happening. Just yeah. What impact do you want to leave on this world? Oof. Let me get this out real quick. You okay. go first. <laughs> oh, she meant to cry. Yeah, she's crying. She's crying. <laughs> what impact do I want to leave on the world? Yeah. You know. I, my age or now, I, and I still have many more years, right? But right now in this moment of time, if God wanted, you know, to come in and sweep me off my feet, mm-hmm. I think it's very important right now that um, I feel like my purpose is to, you know, <clears throat> have other women um, see me and see that, like, things are not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Be that person. Don't ever envy anybody. What's yours is already yours. And I always say one thing. It's like, if I don't have it, it's because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, at this, at, in this current moment in time, I want, you know, other people to look at me and say, like, you know, it's everything's going to be okay. Like, you know, if I just keep moving forward, mm-hmm. you know, me and my kids are going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to be good. Yeah. You know, put yourself first. Yeah. That's it. Got you. <clears throat> Uh, my impact would be, um, I don't know, just having a good heart and being a good person, like not just the way I talk to people. Like I want people to know, like, even 
even with some people now at the gym, you know, I'm not there as much as I used to be or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know that they may think, you know, this is not of me and whatnot. And it, it's fine. I, I get it. But I want them to know, like, I still care. Like, yeah. I still think about them. And, you know, and I, I've said it before, like, my people are my people. You know, even if I've met you one time yeah. and I see you out, hey, how are you? You know, What do they do? Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're my people. And I will go to bat for you any given day. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, I want people to know, like, you're with me. You're not alone. You know what I mean? I... I don't know. Like I just say, I, I, I've said this before in, in a post a long time ago. Like I wish I were superwoman. Mm-hmm. I really wish that I could help everyone. Like just talking to them, just giving them little things, you know, whatever it could be. I, I really wish that I could. I've, I think you are. You're just not, you're not seeing it. Yeah. Like the energy that you put off, you don't, necessarily have to talk to someone to make someone feel good about themselves. You just walking by that person. If you're if you're walking in the energy that you're supposed to be walking in, um, you automatically make that person feel good. And they don't know why they feel good or where it came from, but it was just like there was there was that one person that I that I walked by and I felt like, you know, my energy changed because their energy was just so vibrant and so real. Mm-hmm. I think you have that. So you are you are low key a uh, a superwoman uh, in the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. So you so you don't have to yeah. worry about Wonder Woman or Superwoman. You already are <laughs> yeah. a superwoman in the flesh. I'll tell you what. I was like when I first started CrossFit, you know, it was it was different. This was something that I really pushed myself into. That I was like, I've never done it before. Of course, I used to work out, but not like this. Remember when we had this conversation mm-hmm. where I was like, I was pretty timid. I remember I used to like be like, oh my gosh, pretty I don't timid. know how to do this or I don't know how to do it. And I used to be like, I hope that girl's there at the gym tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I wasn't mad at Justin. <laughs> yeah, because she still has a hard time with the uh, <laughs> with the clean of run squad. <laughs> We're past that. Are we past that? We're past that. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 my bad. I just remember one morning she was having a hard time with it. I was just laughing like, the whole you time. You still didn't do it right. And I was like, are you sure? What? What? Are you sure? You programmed it, but are you sure uh, that I'm doing it wrong? That's so funny. But I did. I used to be like, I used to go in. I used to be like, I hope that girl's there because, you know, she she would like, you know, I in my head, I'd be like, she's the only one that I could go up to her and be like, hey, do you, am I doing it right? Yeah. No, and I, I love to hear that. And it, it does like it brings me such joy and that's mm. why I love everything that I do you know everyone's always like why do you work so many jobs like do you need the money and I'm like no it's not about the money like I just like I said I love my people I love my kids at school I love my girls that I work with that dose like it's a and, fulfilled life yeah. you're not living a boring ass you're not on the sidelines like and I just like chilling it. you know what I, I mean I like it don't get me wrong I love meeting Older people, I love hearing, you know, what they have to tell me. Like, I take that with me and I go, you know. But I see myself now doing that to a lot of the younger people, you know. And I say younger, and some of the girls at Dose are like 23, 24. That ain't young. Huh? That ain't young. I mean, it is young, but I just, when I say that, people are like, oh, you say that like you're so old. And I'm like, no, but, you know, like, they're younger. Yeah, okay, I got you. And so, yeah, like, when... When they come to me and they ask me stuff like, well, what would you do? Or, you know, like, 
WWKD, what would Kelsey do? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, I I love it because I'm like, man, like you listen to what I've told you and you really think, I mean, not think, but you know that I know certain things that you want to ask me what I think of this. And so I, I love it. Like that's, if I could go back and redo, I mean, which I still could, I have plenty of time, but I would love to be a counselor. Love to be a counselor and, you know. So what are you waiting on? My fucking self. Mm. <laughs> All the jobs that you're doing. I know. I mean, it's still a part of it, especially with my kids at school. You know what? So somebody <laughs> told me uh, a while back, you know, because, you know, working at the crisis center and, and doing what I did for like the last four years, uh, it was like you are a counselor. You're not certified. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't go to school, but people come to you and you have um, advice. Right. Right. Um, you don't give them, hey, do this or this, but it's like, hey, these are options that you can do in your life, and you know, whatever you choose is on you. Um, so, I mean, essentially, you are, you know, not a certified counselor, but you are a counselor. Yeah. You know, you're a counselor at the bar when someone's like having a hard day and you're having that conversation at school. Um, hell, in the gym, we have these deep ass oh. conversations at the gym. Dude, I've told people that before, like, I hate when others are like, you know, oh, you just go and you tell people what to do. And I'm like, excuse you? Like, yeah. it's way more than that. Yeah. And I have, and I've, I've said this before, like, yes, I've left the gym once. And the reason I came back was because of the people, yeah. you know, but it wasn't because of, oh, you're going to get paid this or, you know, this is your friend and blah, blah, blah. No, like, yeah. it's because of the people and the relationships that I've built. And I've gone through, you know, the births of their babies and yeah. seeing their babies go from one, some of them graduating, you yeah. know, past graduation and, you know, deaths in the family, divorces, marriages, miscarriages, all of it. Yeah. And it's like, man, like, this is this is my life, but I love it. Yeah. Like, I love being able to be, I want to be a person to someone. To be that person also, you know, not the only person, yeah. but just that one of them. Got you. Yeah. yeah well, you are, just FYI. My bad. <laughs> you have time for one more question? Yeah. Okay. So I totally forgot this question. <clears throat> but I also think that this is an issue that we as men are dealing with uh, and it's creating uh, animosity and it's creating a lot of uh, division in the household. So, do you feel like men should rule rule their household by fear or rule their household by respect and why? Because I'm just, from my perspective, uh, ruling a household by fear, um, you know, you're coming home and everyone's like running around and they feel like they have to act a certain type of way because daddy's home and if, you know, things don't happen the way... Daddy wants them to. He's going to explode versus, you know, coming home and everyone runs up to you and they're excited to see um, that you're you're home and they want to be around you and with you. Um, Do you do you think, you know, kind of in society right now, uh, what percentage would you would you give? You know, most households are ruled by fear and most households and what what percentage of households are ruled by respect? I'm going to say a high percentage, 60 to 70 on fear. Like I would, mm, I don't, well, shit, it goes back to just depending on the family or whatever. But I think, I think, honestly, I think reality 
it's more so fear. Yeah. Like, oh, your dad's coming home. Like, you know, that better be picked up or, you're, you know, don't say that around your dad or don't do this, you know, blah, 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 or, you know, things like that. Yeah. When it should be the complete opposite way. I mean, and that's, even if it's not a family and if it's just a, a marriage. Yeah. I mean, hell, going back to my relationship before, mm-hmm. I was, you know, afraid to do certain things, mm-hmm. you know, say certain things because it was like, shit, if I say this, then, you know, Maybe he's going to take it wrong or it's going to piss him off or he's going to be in a mood, you know, mm-hmm. just little things like that. Yeah. And now it's just, you know, easy. Yeah. Like, you know, not saying that the relationship before we didn't respect each other, but there was more. The, the percentage of fear was more up there. Yeah. And with my relationship now, the percentage of respect is you up know, there. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Mm-hmm. I think this question applies um, to different households and yeah. it also applies to different um, ethnicities. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you right now, my household, you know, <clears throat> yeah, we it was more of a my dad's coming home. <laughs> I'm going to the room. I act, I'm acting like I'm cleaning up. Like I'm act, I'm acting like, you know, I'm doing something uh, because I know if he comes in and he doesn't like what he sees or, you know, or you know if he sees me not doing something that he wants me to do, he'll 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 say something, mm-hmm. um, and I'll get in trouble. So yeah, I. I 100%, you know, growing up, it was, um, you know, it was based off of, of fear um, until he left. And I think my mom, I, my mom felt like she had to take over that, that fear aspect. Um, and she didn't because I, I would prefer to rather respect someone than to fear someone. Because when I was younger, I, I was bad as hell. You. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, because no there's this, like, little halo angel <laughs> on top, you know what I mean? Like, hey, that's, that's, I don't where see that, yeah. that's where the yeah. lights behind them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, cute. But I used to be like, yeah, I used to be bad, but it was more of just like, ah, I know, you know, there was a, a level of respect, but the fear was there, but I knew, okay, she'll just beat me, you know what I mean? I'll just get a whooping, and then it'll be over with in, like, a couple of seconds, and I'll go about my business, right? Um, so the fear kind of kind of gave me more power to be like, you know, I can, again, as a man, I can just do it and then see if I can get away with it. And if I don't get away with it, I'll just get a whooping mm-hmm. and then go about my business, right? Versus like, you know, when, you know, respecting and making sure that I'm not doing things to... But you think that you didn't, um, sorry, fear your mom? Mm-hmm. Because up until that point, your dad was the one that put the fear in you. A hundred percent, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and so I, it, it, it shifted from, from him... To, to her. Was it more like, okay, well, um, like before, like, oh my God, dad's home. And then once dad's gone, it's like, mom, you weren't even doing that whenever dad was here. Oh, no, my mom didn't play. Yeah. Chocolates. I mean, she didn't play. So it was more, she, I mean, because she had five kids. And so, again, back in the day, it was, a hard, it, was, it was hard to try to gain respect from five kids. You just beat them if they did something like bad because, like, I want you to, like, not go down this path. I mean, I still went down that path because she had five kids and so she couldn't keep, you know, <laughs> yeah. she can't, couldn't keep track of all of us type deal. It's, I mean, it's tough See, with two parents. Me, my growing, my, you know, parents raising and stuff like that was, like when people always say things, you know, like about this and that about their parents, you know, and like you said, ethnicity, which I've never thought of until Mm -hmm. that one time at the gym that we had that conversation and because yeah we're hispanic Mm -hmm. we're not mexican so it wasn't like a mexican household you know 
dinner's done by five o'clock and everybody sits down to eat and your dad gets his food first and the mom serves it and mom does this, this and that. Never. You know, like, yeah, my mom cared for my dad, but I also remember, you know, not all the time, but, you know, my dad being outside cooking for us, my dad washing the dishes a few times, you know, when he was a lot freer, you know, as far as like working and whatnot. That should be normal though, right? right? That's a yes. normalized yeah. thing. It's not something that we, we, we okay. should be like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy that it's, it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Your dad sat at the dinner yeah. table with you and <laughs> But the crazy thing is yeah. like, it's not. It's, like, yeah. You know, it, it, it blows my mind. Yeah. But, you know, my parents... Yes, they would get on to us, but it was never like, oh, my gosh, like, we're terrified of my dad. We're terrified of my mom. And my mom was never, you know, like, oh, you know, every once in a while she'd do it just to scare us or just to, you know, put a little pep in our step. Yeah. But it was never like, your dad's coming, like, you know, this this needs to be done and blah, blah, blah. My dad never did that about my mom. Like, it was, I mean, we really had, like, a solid, good bringing up yeah you know like yeah. so so there wasn't a lot of fear no, there was, there was never, more never. respect this is a funny story real quick so my mom was whooping me i was 16 at the time i thought i was a grown-ass man like you oh, at some point like you gotta stop beating me she whooped <laughs> me because because i snuck i snuck out the house so i i locked my door um so we all ordered food and i should have just waited for the food and then went to our, into my room uh, but this chick was like, hey, I'm, I'm outside. And I was like, well. Damn, she was picking you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. So I go, I lock my door, and I go out the window. And, you know, she's, you know, knocking on the door because, you know, she's worried about me. And, of course, I'm not there. So then, you know what, super mom, she breaks the door down. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm not there. And then when I get to the house, she's like, well, you know, where were you at? And, I, you know, I couldn't say anything. You know, so I just didn't say nothing at all. I was like, "Well, I'm not, nowhere." You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, room, yeah. The in whole my room. doors in the in, living room. In my room, uh, and so she she was like whooping me, um, and I was like, "Man, I'm too old for this shit." And I started to walk down the hallway, and I heard her. I heard her feet, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, I know she's not chasing me." And I turned around and I saw her eyes. Yo, listen, I was Usain Bolt, bro. I, I ran out the oh house so quick. Gosh. I was down the street, you know what I mean? Like, just straight scared. She's like, you got to come back at some point. I'm like, man. So I went back in there and got my whooping and then went about my day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it, it was just, uh, again, that was, you know, how she was brought up. Mm-hmm. And that was how, you know, her... Uh, mom was brought up and so it was just like that's just what was like normal yeah uh they that bible verse of spare the spare the rod or spare the child or something like that where uh-huh. essentially it says beat your kid uh that's <laughs> what they always use like i i ain't gonna spoil the spoil the rod spare the child spare the rod spoil the child something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah but yeah no they they 100 believed in like you know beating beating all the bad out of you and my mom, my dad, not so much. Like, I knew he would always get in trouble. But my dad was pretty mischievous. Like, yeah. he 100% was. He grew up in Pecos. So yeah. Small I town. I don't know what that means. You're I'm from Pecos. And then there's somebody else from Pecos. So I can Ooh. see it as mischievous. Let me talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
affiliation. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, no, so yeah, like, you know, my dad, you know, he, you know, needed those whoopings. Yeah. You know, my mom, <laughs> um, she came from a big family, you know, and it wasn't, uh, my mom can sit there and say, you know, it was more so she was the oldest girl of um, six of them. So it was, you know, getting out from school and coming home and going straight to cooking, you know, dinner for the rest of the family, mm-hmm. making sure my grandpa, you know, washing the kids' clothes or, you know, her brother and sister's clothes. Anyway, all that, that comes with what we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. like those type of households and stuff. So my... But your mom is also white, right? No, she's Hispanic. Your mom's Hispanic? Mm-hmm. Why was white. I thinking your mom was white? Someone says your mom was white. She looks, she looks white. 100%. Yo, your mom looks. You know what? I she has like gray hair, right? Yeah. Your mom natural. looks straight up white. Yeah. Your mom is not white. No, she can hold a whole ass conversation in Spanish with you. Oh, see, look at me. I was over there trying to stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next. I was over trying to stereotype. Well, your mama didn't get beat because she was white. Yeah. You know? no. <laughs> no, but like, like they they would get in trouble, like her, yeah. because the way my grandpa was, you know, and. So speaking of fear, my, my, uh, like, I, you know, obviously I didn't live with them or whatever, but whenever I hear stories about when my aunts talk about it, my mom, you know, about them growing up, like it just sounds like fear. Like I wouldn't even want to go home as a kid. Yeah. And that's how, you know, they put it. Yeah. And so, but my, what my mom did was she broke the cycle, you know, and uh, growing up, you know, I never, obviously it never clicked and stuff, but not until like, you know, these last few years. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she really did. Like she broke the cycle because she is not like that at all. You know, Angie will tell you the same thing about her growing up, yeah. you know, with her parents and stuff like that. And she always says like, I'm going to break the cycle with yeah. my kids. Like I am not going to this, 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 and this, and whatever, and I'm just like, hell yeah. That's like, pretty cool. It's pretty cool whenever you are, um, you see that person, or you are that person. I feel like I'm that person with my family. I feel like there's a lot of things that I'm doing now that, like, my mom's the oldest of five sisters. Uh, they, you know, my grandparents came here mm-hmm. from Mexico, so my mom is originally from Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, um, my grand, this is, of course, my mom and my, my aunt's talking, my grandpa's, um, Priority for his daughters were always to get an education. It was always to have an education yeah. and above anything. They came mm-hmm. here for that purpose. So, you know, but with that, you know, there was a lot to it. Like, you know, you're expected to grow up and to get married and, you know, you're supposed to be faithful and you're supposed to, like, kind of take take that role and yeah. take that. And, you know, it's kind of cool whenever you like, you know what? I don't need to tolerate this. I yeah. don't need to put up with this. Yeah. And you do your own thing. Yeah. Um, Breaking the cycle. That's another that's another topic on the podcast for, oh, sure. for sure. And also like going back on the parents on the parents thing. Uh-huh. Like I always say this, even to now, because it took me so long. You know, there's so many stories from childhood that I'm like, you know, now I laugh about it. Yeah. You for know? sure. <laughs> yeah, at the time it was pretty traumatizing, but now, you know, you laugh about it. And I'm uh, like, you know, my parents did the best that they could with yeah. the knowledge that they had. Facts. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did the best. And I'm trying to do the best I can with it. I have kids. Yeah. In case y'all hear this later on. Yeah. <laughs> in case y'all hear this, I'll try. You still Mama got it. you though. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I appreciate y'all for for jumping on and just having the conversation. I think this is these are conversations that's going to help 
you know, bring awareness to, to people's lives. And uh, essentially what I want to do is I want to help change the world uh, one way or another. Uh, I'm going to. I just don't know how. Yeah, um, thank you. And if it's through this or if it's through something. But, um, you know, having people on and having these conversations, um, I, I think I just... You know, I, I've learned a lot from from both of y'all, so I appreciate y'all for jumping on. Uh, and if you haven't, go like, subscribe, download, share, let people know. You know what's going on with this podcast, and you know the things that we're trying to accomplish and do. Uh, also, for my sponsor, uh, <laughs> CrossFit Four Three Two. If you're trying to get your body right. Uh, for the summer, uh, and honestly, I'm I'm being 100 for real. Like that, that gym has been a, a godsend for me. Uh, that gym has just because of the people that are at that gym. Uh, they're amazing people. Uh, they have great energy. I go to the 5 a.m. class, and the 5 a.m. class by far is the best class uh, at CrossFit 432. That's when you decide to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> We had this conversation today. No, I wake up all the time. I just, I just don't go. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty cool. We're the ones to try it first. Yeah, the guinea pigs. We yeah, are the guinea pigs. Uh, but it, it, it's been so, something that has really helped me, um, you know, on my journey, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, just in every aspect mm-hmm. uh, of my life. So, you know, if you are looking for a gym. Uh, you know, you, you know, you can try out CrossFit four three two because it's really something that's gonna, I feel, help uh, change your life. And uh, ask for Kelsey when you get there. Yeah, uh, she's a nice one. Uh, so uh, Brandon's pretty nice too, though. Brandon Chat. is cool. No, it's Chuck. Chad. It's Chuck. It's Chad. It's Chuck. I mean, y'all say Chad, I say Chuck. Y'all say Chad, I say Chuck. Chad, Chuck, Chad, Chad Chuck. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I uh, appreciate y'all for, for listening. Uh, and until next week, y'all have a good one. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And for daily motivational and up-to-date content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Excellence Above Talent. And remember, keep moving forward, never give up, and you are never alone in this battle. We'll see you next time.